Hello and welcome to our readings from the School of Jesus Crucified here on Avoiding Babylon. You're joining us now for day 31 of our series of readings here. Please like this video or audio podcast. Please subscribe to us on all our, all the different platforms such as YouTube, Spiritus TV, Rumble Odyssey, uh, all the different major podcast apps, as well as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok, unfortunately. But anyways, um, so today is day 31 of our readings. Uh, the first three videos in the series were kind of an intro, practical rule of life for a Christian, and a practical method of meditation. So we are on then day 28 of the 31 days of meditations on the Passion. These 31 meditations will get us through uh, the end of the week here. So this video is for March 29th, 2023. We're doing this live during Lent. They, they are useful year-round. So if you're listening to this later, still definitely useful. But um, anyways... These 31 meditations will get us through the end of this week. Um, we'll, we will take Palm Sunday off. And then um, there are three meditations on three days worth of meditations on the sorrows of Mary. So we will do those for uh, Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, Spy Wednesday, and then... There are still there. There is some other material in the book, but um, they none of those none of them are really necessarily meditations. They're more just uh, devotional exercises. Still, still great, still useful. Um, if you have the book, I still highly suggest you read them. Uh, but um, I think what we'll do is we will end the series on Spy Wednesday and. That way, that way, both I and every everyone listening um, has the triduum off. So, so this series will today is the Wednesday before Spy Wednesday. So we basically have a week left with Palm Sunday off. So today's meditation is um, Jesus, you know, saying he was forsaken by his father. So I'm going to throw up a static image on screen. There won't be anything to look at, anything to watch. All you need to do is listen and meditate, and we'll get going here. Day 28 of the meditations, day 31 overall. Jesus crucified complains of being forsaken by his eternal father. <clears throat> Meditation. Towards the ninth hour. That is to say, after having been three hours upon the cross, our dying Jesus cries out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Consider, number one, what does Jesus intend to teach us by this mournful cry of complaint? In all the bitter torments of his passion, Jesus has never uttered a single word of complaint. But in the last moments of his life, he cries out with a loud and mournful voice 
that we may understand that his exterior and interior sufferings have now reached their utmost height. What man is there so hard-hearted as to not compassionate our dying, suffering Redeemer? Not one complaint has he uttered in the midst of all his torments, but now, when about to die, he reverently complains to his divine Father, Why hast thou forsaken me? To make known to us the excess of anguish which he is enduring at being thus forsaken, and that all mankind may be fully aware of the inexpressible sufferings which the salvation of our souls has cost him. Oh, how, how much are we indebted to the tender love he bears us! Jesus complains, not that he is forsaken by the divinity, nor that the Eternal Father is divided from his most beloved Son, but as a man that is suffering humanity feels as though destitute of hope or consolation and, as it were, plunged into a sea of inexpressible sorrow, that to all it may be made known that God, though he is, his sufferings are not thereby alleviated or diminished in the slightest degree, but rather increased and rendered more acute. Also, that we may understand how terrible must be the rigor of divine justice, which requires that he should be abandoned to the, all the fury of his enemies, to endure every imaginable torment, and finally, to undergo the most ignominious and cruel death of the cross. This inexpressibly painful feeling of dereliction, which thus elicits a complaint even from the Son of God, is the shadow of the sufferings experienced by the damned in hell, when in the midst of their torments they are, moreover, conscious that they are hated by God, who was once their father, but is henceforward their most implacable enemy. This last thought fills up the measure of their eternal fury, anguish, and despair. Implore your sweet Jesus never to deprive you of his grace in the, this world, that so you may not incur, incur the dreadful misfortune of being eternally forsaken by him. Consider too. The painful effects of the, this dereliction. Almighty God usually bestows upon martyrs delightful alleviations of their sufferings by infusing into their souls sweet interior consolations so that they rejoice in torments and go to meet the most cruel deaths exultingly. But Jesus, amid all his sufferings, is deprived of any consolations to temper the bitterness of his anguish. His soul is steeped in all the bitterness that, is be that has been or ever will be experienced by the martyrs, and yet is left with the slightest consolation. Jesus, while enduring this dereliction, has to taste the whole bitterness of the chalice of his passion without one drop of refreshing sweetness. To the exterior sufferings which he endures in his whole person, in his body, head, hands, and feet are added the interior torments of mental agony, sorrow, fear, and sadness, and most terrible desolation of spirit. All these sufferings, which have been most acute during the whole course of his passion, reach their extreme height on Mount Calvary. Thus does Jesus become, in very truth, the man of sorrows, the king of martyrs, and the most afflicted of men. My soul, 
Canst thou meditate upon the excessive sufferings endured by the most holy soul of thy dying Redeemer, and not be enamored with his unabounded love and thus submitting to them for thy sake? Art thou not moved even to tears of compassion when thou rememberest the part thy sins also have had in inflicting the pains of martyrdom upon his most loving heart? Knowest thou of what Jesus complains most bitterly on the cross? To see that his blood, his passion, and death will be of, of avail but to few. He laments and grieves at the sight of the small number of those who will profit by the blood which he shed so lavishly for all. This is the source of the deep sorrow which oppresses and overwhelms the heart of Jesus. O oh, my dear Redeemer, permit not that I should ever be one of that numerous host of reprobates who by their own fault render thy passion and death of no avail. Grant, sweet Jesus, that I may never be separated from thee by a cursed sin, and that I may one day come to enjoy in heaven the blessed effects of thy death, which has merited it for me. Consider three. The sentiments of Jesus in his dereliction. Jesus Christ, although abandoned by his Father to the mercy of his most furious enemies, to the whole bitterness of his torments, and to the most ignominious death, nevertheless cast himself entirely and without reserve into the arms of this same beloved Father. He had taught us how to live. On the cross he teaches us how to die. His whole soul had always been absorbed in God. He had ever been entirely resigned to the divine will and had reposed with the most perfect trust in the arms of his father. At the moment of death, he yields up his spirit to God, its creator, and commends it to the all-merciful providence of his beloved father. Imitate Jesus in life and death. Live so as to be able to say with perfect confidence at the hour of death, Into thy hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. In the meantime, accustom yourself often to yield up to God your body, your soul, and all you possess. He is our Father, and the very best of fathers. He cannot forsake us. Our names are inscribed on his loving heart, and he never can forget us. His hands has, have formed these bodies of ours, and from him we have received our souls, which he created to his own image. There is nothing that can be denied us by a God who has given us his own beloved Son and delivered him up to death for our sakes. Often remind Jesus of all that your soul has cost him and beseech him to save it. Recommend it to his heart transfixed with the spear. Implore him to watch over it never to abandon it, and above all, to preserve it from sin and bestow upon it the gift of his love. The Fruit When you are deprived of all consolation or comfort in misfortune or suffering, reflect that Jesus is bestowing upon you some small portion of that anguish, anguish which he endured in his dereliction, thus to render you more like unto himself. Be not discouraged. Faint not. 
if you experience no sensible pleasure, but rather a feeling of repugnance in the service of God. Look at Jesus suffering on the cross, and let this sight be your sweetest encouragement and best in- incentive to persevere to perseverance in those works of piety which you have undertaken for the love of God. Example Devotion to the most sacred passion of Jesus is a mark of predestination. Blessed James of Bavania, a Dominican friar, was most devout from his earliest childhood to Jesus crucified. In being one day disturbed by an importunate feeling of fear concerning his eternal salvation, threw himself in a suppliant posture at the feet of his suffering Lord to pray for grace and consolation. Jesus lovingly spoke to him from the crucifix, saying, This blood, O my son, shall be to thee a mark of predestination. And at the same moment, so copious a stream of blood flowed from the crucifix as to bathe the whole face in dress of the blessed man. So great a favor filled his heart with the sweet feeling of confidence that he should be saved, and with an earnest desire of loving his crucified Lord more and more, and of being forever united to him in heaven, a happiness to which he afterwards in fact attained. So that is the meditation for today. Tomorrow will be a meditation on the thirst of Jesus on the cross. And then Friday will be Jesus dies on the cross. I did not purposefully time that to land on a Friday, but that is quite fitting. And then day 30, then the last day of meditations on the passion itself, which will be Saturday, the day before Palm Sunday, will be the side of Jesus wounded by a spear. And then, like I said earlier, we will take Palm Sunday off and then do the three meditations on the sorrows of Mary and then be done. So thank you for joining me once again. We are very much nearing the end of these and i hope you are enjoying them uh if you have not yet ordered the the book itself um i believe at least for the next couple of days here at the end of march it will still be uh on sale on at tan for five dollars um i hope so anyways as i'm saying it but um if it is grab a copy for yourself you already have a copy grab a couple coffee copies for friend or family or or to leave at your parish you know for for other people because these are wonderful meditations anyways thank you for joining me i hope you have a good day god bless and i will see you next time